A scandal that broke in the summer of 2008 was to have implications far from China's shores, arguably sparking a boom in the price of an essential commodity, a boom that eventually turned to bust. Thousands of babies became sick with kidney stones after ingesting a chemical called melamine. Used to manufacture kitchen and bathroom countertops and dry erase boards, melamine causes renal failure in humans. The chemical also happens to be rich in nitrogen. And so, many Chinese farmers added it to the milk they collected to give the impression that it was rich in protein. Babies who were fed the tainted milk then suffered from protein deficiency. Their mothers were unaware that the milk powder was not as described on the tin. Chinese families, scared by the tainted products, looked for safe dairy options elsewhere. Countries as far away as the UK and Australia restricted the sale of infant formula. However, students, tourists, smuggling rings, and canny entrepreneurs stocked up on the West's infant milk powder and then took it back to China or sold it through eBay-type websites in China. For the farmers of New Zealand, this was a big opportunity. It was a chance to capitalize on a short-term demand problem coming from its biggest consumer. But it was also the promise of never-ending demand for dairy products as Chinese consumers turned to more Western-style diets. Taking a product, assuming rising demand for it, and multiplying that by 1.3 billion Chinese consumers can be a risky game. To meet China's insatiable demand for ice cream, infant formula, and other dairy products, New Zealand's farmers ramped up production. They went on a buying spree, increasing their herds, purchasing land, and converting sheep and beef farms to dairy. As of late 2013, many industry commentators were predicting dairy prices would continue to stay high, although perhaps a little weaker than record prices. Boom quickly turned to bust, however. When over the following 18 months, dairy prices fell by almost 70%. China had purchased more milk than it needed. And when it found itself awash with milk, the dairy exporters, such as those in New Zealand, bore the brunt of the pain, rather than China's domestic dairy industry. For many farming communities, the situation became so desperate that some dairy farmers resorted to suicide, seeing no other way out from the collapse in milk prices. The impact on their incomes and the ability to support their families. The pain was felt right across an industry that stretches from the Pacific to Europe and North America, and employs millions of workers. The outlook for commodity prices is more than just of academic interest. This book is about predictions, why commodity markets are so difficult to forecast, the danger that forecasts may present, and how we can all do better. It's about pundits, the bias presented in forecasters and how to spot them. Finally, it's also about the pursuit of profit by investors and all parts of the commodity supply chain. Underpinning this book is fragility of the food we eat, the materials we use for shelter, and to sustain our standards of living and the energy we use to heat our homes. This book explains how you can make your life, your business, and even the economy you work in less fragile.